Hello, welcome to the Reality Daily Podcast. It's April 6th, and we're here to talk about the first episode of The Challenge 35, Total Madness. And I'm here with two of my buddies. News, how you doing? I'm doing good, Wyatt. Uh, you know, I'm always excited to talk about The Challenge. It's one of my favorite uh, reality TV shows out there, so uh, excited to talk about it. Mine too, man. It, it's trashy just like me. Also, I'm here with Andrew. Andrew, how are you? <laughs> I'm great. I'm excited. We have another challenge season, and I'm, I can't wait to talk about that. Talk about this with y'all. You know, if there's anything that makes me feel better about staying inside with COVID-19, it is the challenge. I'm happy that this comes at the best time uh, in a time that we all need any type of entertainment. Let me start off by asking you guys, uh, what was your expectations going into the season before you even watched the first episode, Andrew? I actually had high expectations for this season. I think the challenge has really done a good job of like setting the tone for how they want their seasons to be. They've become more competitive. They've become more dramatic. They've moved a little bit towards that strategic orientation a little bit more. So I think for this season, I kind of figured we'd be getting that same direction of where they were going. Um, and the and I was also glad that it was not a War of the World season because I think we needed to move away from that. So I, well, I had an optimistic feeling for this season. What about you, News? You know, I had uh, high expectations, especially when we saw, like, the trailers and, you know, t- uh, we saw how uh, we saw how a- angry t- the TJ was getting. Um, you know, I think one thing that Andrew made a really good point on is the fact that the challenge realizes what they need to improve on. And after they saw with the mess that was last season, how predictable things got, they were like, you know what, we can't have that again. So, uh, you know, I had, I had high expectations as well. Yeah, I, I was interested for the season. I, I'm with Andrew. War of the Worlds 3. I wouldn't have like really hated it because at the end of the day, it's just a theme. But I definitely wanted more of an independent season, kind of a single season. It does seem like this format's a little free agents-esque. So I do like that because I think that was a great season. Um, going into some of the new rookies, or I guess what they're calling them now is some <laughs> prospects. Uh, Andrew, who stuck out to you as somebody that you were really excited to see play the season? Um, I, one of the new rookies, because I, I absolutely refuse to call them prospects, never in this lifetime or the next um, will I call them prospects. One of the new rookies that I'm actually kind of excited to see this season, and this is really out of left field, because I couldn't stand them on their original season, I'm actually kind of excited to see Bailey this season. And I'm excited to see Bailey because I actually think the challenge might be more for speed than Big Brother was. Um, do I think she wins the season? Absolutely not. Not a chance. But I do think she has the personality and the demeanor to hold her own within this cast. I don't know about challenge ability, but I see some potential here. Yeah, she certainly did pretty well in the first challenge, which we'll get to that a little later. But she certainly seemed to hold her own a little bit better than I thought. So I, I'm excited for her, too. What about you, News? Who were you excited for of the prospects? Uh, you know, I, I was excited for Bailey. I'm also excited for Swaggy C. But uh, I think the person I was most expi- excited for was actually Jay. You know, I love Jay in Survivor. He was uh, he was great that season. Um, and I think he's, he actually has a fun personality to be on the challenge. Yeah, I, I was excited for, for pretty much everybody that came through. The person who I was excited to see the most, though, was unfortunately... Asaf. <laughs> I was really excited to see him. As somebody who watched him on Ari the One, I watched him on Worst Cooks. You know, he's been on like a ton of shows. Like it, it's very uh 
it, it, it's crazy how many shows he's been on. Big Brother is uh, real, like, just a ton. He's won a lot, too. Like, he's yeah. won a lot. Do you he, think he, he comes won. back, though, another season? Uh, you know, I, I think that there's a possibility. I, you know, the reason why I really was excited to see him is because I knew that he was going to fuck somebody. Not saying that he actually had sex with Nani, but I knew that he was going to be in that kind of role where he was going to be like hooking up with people. And I knew he was going to be drama and I wasn't exactly sure about the other people. So, um, so yeah, that's why I was excited to see him. And I think for that reason, I certainly think him uh, getting uh, with Nani in some capacity certainly, you know, helps his chances of coming back for sure. Um, but yeah, so we'll go and talk about the challenge. Not a whole lot to talk about here. Uh, Andrew, what, what is your thoughts on the challenge as a whole men and women's? Um, you know, the challenge itself I thought was interesting. It's, it's, I always like when the challenge does puzzles um, because they do cast some real big idiots. So it's always funny to see them freak out on challenges. Um, I think the one thing that kind of surprised me is I was actually kind of surprised with how well Josh was doing on this one. I know he didn't end up winning, but he did kind of hold his own pretty well. And I think Josh is starting to form kind of a reputation around himself in this challenge, which is good. Um, I think the other thing that I am looking forward to seeing is I'm looking forward to see how some of these, I guess, rookies, I'm not saying prospects, um, hold their own moving forward in some of these like very physically demanding challenges and whatnot. Yeah, what about you, News? What was your thoughts on the, uh, the challenge as a whole? You know, I, I may be in the minority when I say this, but I actually enjoyed the challenge a lot when it kind of took itself a little less serious. Um, I'm not I'm not totally a huge fan of, you know, having tanks out there and all this, like, super dark crap out there. I kind of uh, It kind of takes out the fun for me in, in a way. It makes it more serious. Um, so I, but I didn't enjoy the challenge, but I think that, you know, I, I wish the challenge would, uh, you know, take itself a little less seriously just based off the casting that they have. Yeah. I'm with you news. It's like, like, I get it. You're an athlete compared to me, a fucking fat ass sitting at home, but it's like, okay, congratulations. You'll go to a CrossFit class. You're not a professional athlete. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, we don't have to have like, uh, this like, He's like um, marathon like uh, challenges, and for this challenge, I thought it was really messy. Like I didn't think it was very like uh, very appealing to the eye. Like I like the only thing that was good about it was TJ's enjoyment on that tank. And that was really yeah, yeah, he was laughing I so think hard. It was so hard to like to see where people were at until the the screen said elimination, and by that time, like you know, you didn't really get to see them. I thought it was, it was a really bad challenge to start out with. I think even things like. Even things like they did, I think it was Vendettas, where they basically just did a giant run, like a purge run. And, like, even that was better in terms of, like, visibility, because at least you could see where people were at. Um, so I was I was not very intrigued by this. I was actually kind of bored. Uh, I, was, I was ready for it to end. Um, I actually agree it, with you on that. I actually very much agree with it, especially when it came to the tanks, what, like, going through the fields or whatever. You're like, what's the, you know, this is the, who's out right now? Yeah, it was weird. Also, to Andrew's point, Andrew mentioned he was surprised how good Josh did. I was also surprised, but I was really surprised at how far Bear got into it. Because when you look at all the other guys, like they were massive, like massive guys. Like, you know, you had Fessy, you had Rogan, you had CT. Even Josh is like a bigger individual, but like Bear is like really skinny in comparison. So I was surprised that he was able to get as far as he could in that challenge. Um, but one thing that was surprising to me is like the tribunal vote, which I don't like the idea of them being able just to pull a third person in. I thought that was really odd, but I was definitely surprised it was Corey. Like, uh, News, did you have any idea that it could be Corey? I I was blindsided. I had no clue that his dumbass was going to walk into a tri- tribunal anytime soon. 
Um, so you know, I think it was a smart pick by Rogan because then he looked around, he saw that like he didn't, he wanted to see who the new new you know big dogs were, and he wanted to make more friends. And I think that that was his mentality. Uh, but yeah, I was definitely surprised. Yeah, it was it was weird. Um, what about you, Andrew? Were you surprised by that? Yes, but it makes sense strategically why Rogan would want Corey in the tribunal. Um, if you're Rogan, you do need more friends, especially now that Joss isn't on the season. Uh, I'm I'm kind of interested to see how Rogan plays it because he really can't hide this season. Um, so he does need to start making friends, and I think Corey is a good pick because, let's face it, Corey also is someone who needs friends based on his past seasons. Yeah, he definitely can't hide the season with a twist. But uh, I was just so thrown off by that because I was like, like neither of these two have played on a season with Corey. So it's just like, did they pregame with him? Like, you know, what could they have picked? I also love when they when they showed that to when Corey got picked, he was talking about how he really wanted the money because you know he's, he's trying to get married to like Taylor and like they have a kid on the way. Which congratulations to them. But I was surprised they didn't mention the other child that he had like with, with Cheyenne. Like it was like, okay, yeah, I really want to make a good life for Taylor and my new daughter. But like nobody mentioned your other. Kid. That was so was, awkward, dude. You see the yeah. picture of the happy family, and you just see a kid already there, and you see, you see Corey not even mentioning <laughs> the kid that that he already has. I'm I'm gonna hope that it was just a lapse of uh, of judgment, or or like an assumed. Like, of course, I'm talking about both children, but very very odd, um, for sure. So then they get back to the house, which is actually a bunker. Um, news. Does this even matter? Like, <laughs> do they need to have a bunker? Like. Listen, I was like, oh, okay, this is a cool twist until you see Jordan walk into a giant mansion with a swimming pool and, like, a workout gym and everything. I was like, oh, okay, so it really doesn't matter. Yeah, I thought they were going to walk into, like, something from, uh, from uh, man, what was that season? The one where they had, like, uh, CT and Bananas uh, and uh, Zach and Darrell come out later. Invasion, where they had them, like, basically in, like, the island hut or whatever. I thought that was going to be what it was. But uh turned out it was just, like, uh, some prison beds and then, like, a big-ass house. <laughs> it was silly. It wasn't That's even silly. prison beds. I think the whole bunker thing was just stupid and overdramatic. Like, I was just, like, really? If you're going to do a bunker, like, I kind of want to see them suffer. Like, not live a life of luxury underground. They were a little ahead of their time, right? This is a good like this is a good like corona house, right? Like this is a good like place like you don't have to worry about other people walking up. It's a bunker, no one else can get in, the animals can't come in, you know, bats can't spread the virus on you. Like you know, maybe this house is a little ahead of its time. So we'll get to uh the the initial kind of like uh, mess of the house that first night. We hear we hear about what might be my favorite alliance ever, the Holy Trinity. Uh, of Jenna, Nani, and Kayla, and then we see a little clip of them on the candles. Um, Andrew, do you think this alliance is going to stick together, or do you think this is like foreshadowing some potential drama later on? Um, I think this alliance may actually stick together. I wouldn't really be surprised if they did, uh, if they uh, if they stuck out with each other. Um, are they my favorite group of people together? Not really. But I think it would probably be beneficial to them to stick together, too. So I'm interested to see what they do. Absolutely. I, I think they could be a force to be reckoned with. Both, All three of them are pretty decent in challenges, but none of the three of them are th- what I would consider to be like the front runners to win. But with them together, you never know. Um, 
And then we talked about uh, we had some relationship type stuff. We had uh, D and Rogan, uh, like they may be heading towards round two. Is that something you're interested in seeing news, or is it just like okay, same old story? Like let's get up, let's move on. Hell no! I hated it last season. I hated this season. They can fuck off. <laughs> do you just not like love news? What do you mean? What's there to what's what's there to see? A dumbass girl hooking up with the player boy? Like <laughs> that's not love. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. If anything I'm hoping for is I'm hoping D just goes crazy X status this season. I hope I hope she cock blocks. Like she said, like you know, she's like, I'm a I'm a great cock block or whatever. I hope she does that. Like like Rogan's trying to make like give us someone D, D comes out of nowhere and like cock blocks. That would be fun to see. But yeah, if they get back together. I like I like how yeah. you said he doesn't like uh like uh dumb girls and like uh player guys, but I feel like that's like the majority of the challenge relationships though. Well, yeah, but I mean, much. some of yeah, but some of them, most of them are like, okay, we hooked up, and you know, that's it. These guys were like together the whole damn season last time around, and D was so blind to see that she was getting used. Yeah, and then and then in our short term romance, we had Nani and Asaf. Andrew, are you are you upset that this new uh, this new Disney fairy tale couple was already broken up? Yes, uh, yes, and no. Yes, because it was kind of funny to see how quickly they progressed in such short time. No, because Nani does this every single season, and, and I really need her to stop it, because clearly it's not the winning strategy, so I need her to pick a new strategy. Yeah, I mean, like, I listen, I don't slush game. I don't have a problem with Nani if she wants to bang every dude in the house. But, like, you know, at, at least pick one that's going to make it far in the game. You know what I mean? Like, uh... You know, I'm sure there's a lot of, uh, of attractive men in the house that you would find attractive. You know, pick one that's going to help you, I suppose. I don't think the rookie's going to going to be able to do that. Um, and that, to the and that's my whole thing. That's my whole thing is, like, I don't mind her doing it. I mind her just picking these people that never end up helping her win. Yeah. I'd love to see her win. Like, I think that she does deserve it. She's been there forever and a day. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's it's more of a pipe dream at this point. All right. Agreed. Moving Moving on to the vote. Asaf, first person voted in. News, were you shocked at all? Uh, I was kind of shocked just because of the scene beforehand where you see, you know, them talk, you see the rookies talking to each other. You see kind of how, like, through process of elimination, Jay was looking around going like, oh, shit, there's no, reason, there's no real reason for them not to nominate me. So I was kind of expecting Jay to go up. So, uh, but yeah, that's why I was surprised. Andrew, did you think that it was going to be all of the rookies uh, banging together, or did you think they were probably going to break up and, and try to throw votes on each other? Oh, I, I definitely thought they were going to break up, especially with the Big Brother 20 crew in there. Like I, Because there's not, like, there's not a chance that Bailey would stick to a plan if she saw Swaggy C getting voted in. So I really didn't see the rookies banging together on this vote. Um, I do agree with news. I really didn't expect Asaf to be the first one voted in. Um, I, I really thought Jay was going to get the vote, and it was actually kind of strange that Asaf got so many votes with no explanation why all these people voted him in. Because yeah, literally he got 15 votes, and I, 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 I don't know why these people voted him in. You would think, especially with the, with the Nani thing, that would help him, if anything. Right, and it just it didn't play... I, I guess it really didn't help him. And... Something must have happened that all these people wanted him in over Jay. The only thing I can think about 
is obviously the Big Brother people had Big Brother people, but also uh, Jay, which I don't, you know, some people may not know this, but Jay was on another MTV show called X on a Beach, and maybe there's possibility that he kind of like I don't think anybody on that season is on this season, um, besides him, but I do think there's a possibility that maybe they they know Jay, maybe they've spoken to him at events, maybe they've seen him on social media, maybe they get an idea of what he's about, and maybe they were a little bit more um, cognizant of of wanting to keep him in. Yeah, but you could say the same thing about Soft because the Soft was on Are You the One for the same season sure. as Tori. Yeah, but he also like like was like romantically linked to Tori, so maybe that's like Jordan being like, "Hey, like uh, you know, we we got to get him out." And it I, I like, wait, 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 like wait, all that. Sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry, but Jordan and so wait, sorry, sorry. Uh, Tori and the Soft were at one point a thing. Yes. Holy crap, goodbye, Asaf. I'm not surprised now whatsoever. Jordan probably rallied that thing up so fast. Um, well, he had he had one of the most on. interesting lines of the season where he said, I want to eat lentils off your butt. That's what he said. I like, yeah, I remember he did say that. But I will say this, Jordan and Tori didn't vote him in. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, he seems like a nice guy, but he does seem like he, he does have, um, you know, potential to, like, uh, have still a positive relationship with those people. But, uh but yeah, I was thinking that in the back of my head. I was like, hey, I wonder if this is like a, a good standing relationship or not. Okay, moving on. Uh, one thing that did happen in the vote that was interesting was uh, Bailey just kind of like popping off at Jay. She was like, uh, was you trying to throw him under the bus? Was you trying to throw him under the bus? It's like Jay's like, uh, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying that we're rookies and I could come back. And she was like not having it. It's like, Bailey. I know your social game sucked in Big Brother, but like, can you at least try a little bit better here? I don't know. What was your thoughts on that, Andrew? I, that actually didn't make me as mad as it should have. And the only reason it didn't make me as mad as it should have is simply because um, I think if you're Bailey, or any rookie for that matter, you kind of need to show some, like, I'm not playing with you this season. Don't do it. Um and she kind of did that. The only thing that is going to be problematic is because she did that, they're going to split the two of them up at some point because you can't have someone who's literally going to be a pit bull and bite you anytime you mention voting in this person. So either they're going to get rid of her first so that they can get rid of Swaggy C later, or they're going to get rid of Swaggy C and ignore her, and then she's going to go crazy and lose it. Yeah, and I'm here for either any any of those things, like all the above, like any of that works for me as a viewer. Uh, another weird uh, thing was uh, the uh, <laughs> Asaf votes for Wes, and then Wes gets really been out of shape by this news. Like, what was your take on this, like Wes versus Asaf, like argument? I loved it. You know what? If I'm Asaf in that moment, I don't know if he was thinking this whatsoever, but I think if there's any reason why Asaf comes back in a future season, it's going to be because of that argument. He made his moment. He he stepped up. He created drama. I think MTV loved it, and uh, I think uh, you know it was it was random that West got so bent out of shape, but it was uh, I think it was a good moment for uh, Asaf's longevity in MTV uh, reality shows. Yeah, the the thing that was really interesting to me is uh, you saw Wes like mention it to uh, to Asaf. He was like, "You're a follower," and I'm like, "Wes, you just voted the majority." <laughs> you know what I mean? You you either literally are a follower on this vote, or you're the catalyst. And if you're the catalyst of the vote, then like, yeah, Asaf should have voted for you because you were the one that got his name thrown around. Like, what are you talking about? Like, like you're 40 years old, Wes. Like, 
how is this bothering you? Like, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I really was surprised by like, how riled up Wes got by it. it. For someone who claims to be as strategic as he does, it really makes no sense for him to get that mad about it. Really, he should have just shrugged his shoulders and moved on. Yeah, but speaking of Wes, it came to light that maybe him and Bananas were kind of thinking about, hey, maybe let's try to work together. Andrew, uh, how shook were you when you found out that Banana and Wes was going to try to work together this season? About time, honestly. I don't know why it for two people who claim to be like master strategists. I don't know why it took them this long to figure that out. Um, because literally they've been doing so bad in all their recent seasons because they keep going after each other. Yeah, I. News, what episode do you think it will eventually be when they turn on each other? Um, I have no idea. I will give this, like, alliance a good, like, three to four episodes before they start hating on each other. Because they have such different views, too. You know what I mean? It's, and they have such, like, long... It's been such a long time they haven't had gripes against each other. I will say, though, the way that they revealed it, it was, like, the most... Uh, I you know. I think it's cringy. I don't know if anyone else would agree with me on this. I just wish that they would have made like a little scene of them like you know giggle, like laughing or like giggling, like high fiving each other, or like you know pulling shit off and stuff like that over like this giant reveal of like an explosions and all this crap. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see how that's gonna go. I like I'm rooting for them because as somebody that I really I really like Wes and Bananas. Like I don't mind him. Like I, I you know depending on the season depending on the moment I either really root for him or I really root against him. But I I, I like this duo because uh, I I don't like many other people in the season. Hey, and you know what? MTV refuses to do Rivals Four with them as a duo. So you know what? Them being a duo right now, we'll take it. Yeah, I guess that's what we have to deal with. Um, so moving on to the uh, tribunal's decision, they decided to throw in Jay. Um, and they also had Wes and Kyle as um, as the potential options. Um, do you think it was a good decision news to have Wes and Kyle earlier, or do you think they should have just thrown in the rookies? Um, I think it made sense. The only one I disagree with is Wes, because I don't know why Wes should really be there necessarily. But with Kyle, I understand it. It's, it's a filler spot. You know what I mean? Rogan has a reason to put him there, and he doesn't piss off other people. So I think uh, I think it makes sense. When it comes to Westo, I really have no idea why they threw him there. Um, I think they probably should have thrown in like another rookie or something like that. But at that point, you're also pissing off the big brother people. So, hmm. Actually, I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, They do not need to throw in another rookie because, like you pointed out, there's like five big brother people this season. Um, And when you throw in Josh, who's going to work with the big brother people most likely because he is also a big brother person. You really don't need to throw a big brother person person in right now. If anything, I get the Kyle nomination. I kind of do agree with you. The West one was weird, but on the same note, it is West. He kind of just rolls with things. And if I'm not mistaken, him and Rogan worked together last. Was it last season? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they worked together last season. So if you're West, you just look at him and be like, eh, Rogan's not really going to put me in anyway. So. Yeah, I was surprised by it. I did think they would at least put the rookies in. But, like, you guys make great points. It, it, it is smart not to get as much blood in your hands, especially when you have people like uh, like Bailey, who's going to be uh, holding his grudge against you, it seems. And that's the type of player Rogan is, you know what I mean? He's really, like, the type of player to be like, I don't want to get blood on my hands whatsoever. So, like, whatever it takes, you know what I mean? And I think it's just one of, like, the textbook Rogan moves that he does. It makes sense. Yeah, so moving on to the elimination. So Jay goes in. I, I think that we we all expected that, right? 
But what was your thoughts on the elimination, Andrew? Just the game element. Like, what was your thoughts when you got to see that? I thought the game was stupid. I was like, really? This is your first elimination? Like, this is one of the moments where I kind of see where news is coming from with, like, oh, MTV's being a little bit too extra. Really, I would have really just preferred you put a stick in the middle and just told them grab it out of your opponent's hand than having them hang up however many feet and kicking a glass pane. To make why does the glass? Drop. Sorry, why does the glass pane have to be there? You know what I mean? Just let them like kick each other or some, some shit. Let them like let us off go nuts on Jay or something like that. You know what I mean? The glass being there, I felt like it made it harder to make each other drop. To be quite honest with you, and I didn't feel I felt like it held them back a lot. Well, I don't think you could have them physically kick each other because I think that would be like like even though it sounds weird because they do have games like Hall Brawl and like Pro Wrestle, I do think there is something against like any type of like physical strike against somebody like it's different when you're wrestling somebody or you're playing like a football drill i do think it would be difficult to have a, a game that is strike based i think that would probably go against like standards and practices oh yeah, yeah no they can do a strike based game but like i mean really the the game itself it really wasn't that riveting especially when you saw like jay really didn't take us off out Asoff took himself out with the way he was holding the bar and everything so it was just ugh. it was weird I'll- it was awkward yeah, I'll be honest. I did like the challenge. I like the hanging aspect of it. I thought that was fun. I just think that the the execution, based on the you know the base uh, idea, I think it was poorly done. If you, you know, want I... them to hang, then just make it an endurance challenge. That's my thing. If you want them to hang, make it endurance. You know, I disagree with both of you on this. I thought it was a great challenge. I thought I, I like the idea. Like, although I agree with Andrew that I do like the pole wrestles. Uh, the pole wrestlers and the hall brawls of the world. I do like these kind of challenges that kind of are like a little bit innovative. I do think a good thing about this challenge was it did seem that like size wasn't a big, big factor. Um, certainly somebody like Jay is going to have an easier time holding the bar because bar he's smaller. Obviously somebody who's a little bit bigger is going to have an easier time kicking the stuff. But in my opinion, like a matchup with Kyle in this situation uh, against uh, Asaf or even Wes, I don't think that changes a whole lot. Like I think any of them can win. And I think no matter who you put in the season, I think that, that it's an equalizer. And that's kind of what I like to see in eliminations. Uh, even though I do kind of like to see these kind of like, uh, I guess what, uh, what Jay referred to them as is kind of like, a, um, like a, a head smacker. I think that's what he referred to them as. Uh, I like those kind of competitions because they're visually fun. But in terms of the fairness of the games, I like to see games I feel like people have an equal chance of winning. Like, obviously, people are going to be a little bit more, uh, have a more upper body strength, and they're going to be able to hold on longer. But I like that. And to Andrew's point, in terms of them just hanging there, I do think that would just wouldn't have been as interesting to watch. Um, I do think it's a little more interesting to have them at least kick. At least you have kind of like a, a second element to watch instead of just like waiting for them to fall. And I do think... Um, the biggest issue I had with this challenge was the camera angles. The camera angle up top wasn't doing very good. Like, it wasn't doing anything. The up-close camera angles weren't doing very well. They should have just kept that camera angle that kind of had them from afar. So you could see both of them up there, and you could see the, the window from the side. That would have been the way. I do think a window is a weird choice, though. They probably should have picked, like, a... I don't know, like a a, a, a bean bag or, like, a punching bag or something like that. Like, yeah, I agree. The window there. Uh, also, speaking of the camera angle, um, so this season I actually have a friend of mine uh, in real life who is water- who's tuning in for the challenge for the very first like you know first season, and the thing that he pointed out was that he actually loved the camera angles that the the challenge did in general over the like the episode. He was really impressed by it actually. Just a yeah. small note. Well, me and your friend have very different opinions on that, but uh, yeah. you know, I guess we'll uh, see going through the season. We'll we'll see exactly. Um, 
how these things will go down. My father's also watching the challenge for the first the first time ever. So it's interesting that we both have people that are, are watching it new. Um, so uh, moving on. This, sorry, but let me just – this is just interesting. But who was one of his favorites from this episode? Well, the reason why he started watching it is because he is a avid watcher of Floor Bama Shore, uh, which, Maddie, <laughs> which, 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 which Maddie was on this season. Um, so uh, – so, you know, he's kind of rooting for her. From the guy side, I don't really know who he likes. I know he doesn't like Nelson. You know, he does watch Big Brother. He doesn't particularly like Swaggy C or Bailey. I, I think he's pretty, like, uh, neutral on, on Fessy and, and Casey. He doesn't like Josh. Uh, he didn't seem to like Wes or Banana. So who the hell knows? <laughs> I don't know. If I had to guess, I'd say he probably likes Jay. Um, but, uh, yeah, Jay and Maddie would be my guess. All right. But, yeah. So we'll head down to the trailer. Um, so you know, the trailer had a lot of interesting things on it. There was a little hookup between Kayla and Bear, which alluded to in this episode briefly between Kayla having a boyfriend. There was uh, some eliminations. We, we talked about pole wrestle. Seems like there's a pole wrestle elimination in there. I uh, see Jordan and Tori arguing. Uh, news what stuck out to you the most uh, in, in the trailer or something. You said, okay, well, let me let me try to keep an eye on, out, out for that. Um. Uh... To be honest with you, uh, this is kind of a bad question for me because I, I don't remember much from the trailer. The only thing I do remember is rolling my eyes when I saw Kayla <laughs> and Bear hooking up. I'm like, of course. Of course, this yeah. dumb bitch ends up hooking up and, and ruining uh, a relationship. Yeah. Well, like you said earlier, it's like the player and, and, and the dumb girl. Like That seems to happen. A lot of challenge uh, romances. What about you, Andrew? What stuck out to you in the trailer? Same thing new said, Kayla, because literally the whole episode, Kayla's like, I have a boyfriend, I have a boyfriend, and then I saw that, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, Kayla. <laughs> One more thing that we'll harp on is, uh, you know, they, they mentioned it uh, earlier, I mean, at the end of the episode, that you have to have a red skull, you have to have an elimination win, if you want to get to the final. Is this something that entertains you at all for the season, or is this just like, okay, it's another dumb twist? I love um, it. I love it. Dude, I'll be honest with you. I want to see Rogan's dumbass go in the Elimination Chamber. And if he loses, I'll be even happier. The Elimination Chamber news? Sorry, not Elimination. <laughs> my bad. This is not WWE. My fault. <laughs> my Sorry Lord about that. What is it called this season? The Purgatory. Purgatory. It's called Purgatory. The pur- you weren't even damn close. <laughs> okay, whatever. The, they change it every season. It's a dumbass this name every true. time. The Purgatory, whatever the, the whatever it's called, yeah. So I want to see Rogan go down there, lose, and on the, I'll be even happier. All right, what about you, Andrew? Well, I mean, TJ for the longest time has been trying to do these things where he's like, I'm tired of people floating by. I'm tired of people floating by. And like the first time I noticed this real anguish with this was Final Reckoning, but he chose the wrong twist because if you tell people if you vote someone in, then you have to be prepared to go against them. Well, they're going to float by not voting in people who are going in. So I'm glad he at least got the twist right this time. I'm interested to see how this plays out to get all these people into an elimination now. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, can I actually say this, though? Go ahead. Um, so one thing that uh, the one of the preseason trailers mentioned was TJ going like, you know, I've waited like, uh, you know, a long time to see you two go against each other or something along. And now it's here or something like that. I wonder if that's like teasing towards uh, Western Bananas. Uh, yeah, that's certainly uh, what you would think, but a lot of that can be just based on the season, right? It's like uh, obviously this isn't going to happen because he got eliminated, but like, let's say Asaf did come back in the house. Well, it's like Asaf and Wes like went against each other like in episode five. I feel like he probably would have the same thing. You know what I mean? So yeah, it true. could just be it could just be a robbery in the house. You know, it could be Rogan and CT, and it could be something like Hall Brawl. 
you know, where it's like big boys uh, collide. It could be Tori and Jenny again. Um, it can be, you know, you know, it could be a number of things. But I definitely think that Wes and Johnny is probably the, the, the chalk pick for sure. After, I have a quick question for you guys. After last season, do you think CT is no longer uh, one of uh, TJ's favorites after the way CT was throwing competitions left and right last season? Nah, he still loves CT. Okay. Yep, I agree. What yeah, about he Rogan? He still loves CT. Now, I don't think he ever liked, liked Rogan, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I don't, uh, yeah. so I don't think I don't think last season helped at all with TJ's thoughts on Rogan. So we'll see how this season goes. All right. Well, last things first. We're going we gonna to see. If you got anything to get off your chest, anything you want to say that you need to get to say, Andrew, we'll go with you first. Yes, I have something I need to get off my chest, and it is in regard to all these seasons. So far, Total Madness, War of the Worlds 2, War of the Worlds, and I think Vendettas did it too. I am tired of these Trikas, Tribunals. I'm I'm sick of them. They're... You know, it was okay-ish the first time, not really. The second time, I was like, okay, maybe it's cool to see them duos. The third time, I was over it, and this time, I'm just like, you guys really need to get a new format. Like, I it's, agree. It, it, you need a new format at this point. Either you need a newer format, or you need to bring back an old format you haven't done in a while. Like, a duel. Like, I don't know, a gauntlet. I, free like, agents. A free agent something, because I'm sorry, but it's not funny anymore. These tribunals these troikas these groups of three dominating people and then sending one in it's really just not cute i agree yeah all right news you guys something you want to get off your chest yeah this one is more so specific to one player now first things first i just want to say i love this player uh, i've always enjoyed watching him over the seasons but I gotta admit, I have no idea how much CT could possibly be eating every single goddamn day when he returns from the challenges to turn into a ginormous man every single time his season starts. He looks bigger than he did when he started World of the Worlds two, uh, and and the funny thing is at the end of World of the World, uh, at the end of War of the Worlds two, he actually seemed pretty fit. He actually seemed lean. I don't know what he could have, like, how much he could have possibly eaten, but the man looks too ginormous, man. Like, you know, running the treadmill or something before you come on these seasons. Yeah, well, he looked pretty lean because he ran a 20-mile final. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, but I think he was working out. Like, he said he was, like, working out, like, every single day or something, like, crazy. Like, maybe it's a strategy or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. It, it may be, like, Survivor, right? It's like if you go in there with a little bit of weight, you know, it, your, your body adapts kind of like uh, to the elements, maybe. And, and, you know, he's like, OK, I'm going to work out in the house. But if I'm fat, then people won't really care that I'm working out so much. Yeah, maybe. All right. For my getting off the chest, I'm symbol to news. Uh, it's about a single player. But unlike news, I've never liked this player. I don't want to see Anissa on my screen anymore. OK, why in the world <laughs> is Anissa on my screen? OK. <laughs> She has not been good since like 2005. <laughs> Why is she here? Wait, wait, she was ever good? Excuse you? Wait, what? Listen, listen. Like, I'm not gonna bash Anissa too much because I do think she's like a nice person. But it's like, what drama is she gonna bring? Is she really gonna bring drama? Nah. Is she gonna no. hook up? God, I hope not. Is she gonna like? <laughs> is she gonna have like some threat to like win these challenges? I mean, I guess like she is tough. Like, I definitely think that her and the physical challenge is is it's fun to watch. Uh, because she she's kind of a, a of a more athletic um, build to her, but she's not even good in the confessional. <laughs> it's like it's just listen, like, dude. You got, I'll say this right when it comes to Anissa, 
you gotta give her credit. She is the queen of first impressions. Because what she did in those first couple of seasons she was on with the, in the challenge, she must have impressed the hell out of the producers to keep coming back and going out so goddamn early in these seasons. She's getting the paychecks left and right. Like, what does she have to do? She just comes on, doesn't work out. She loses like the, the you know the first elimination she's in, and then she goes home and just chills. Listen. Well, listen. To if, be if, fair, like to cut Anissa a break, like she hasn't been on in quite some time. Like, what was her last season? Keep it that <laughs> Her last season was, like, Dirty 30. So, like, she, had, like, um, like, she hasn't been on in some time. Um, Maybe y'all are right. She's, I don't know. I'm just saying we could cut her a little bit of slack here. No, not me. Here's what I will say is that if we're going to have Anissa, if we have to have Anissa back, I'm fine with it. Because we didn't have to bring Ninja back. <laughs> Good riddance, bitch. Like, I can't stand her. Oh, she's, agreed. She's worse. So, like, if we have to put up with Anissa, that's fine. I'm just a little upset because I don't see a whole lot of value in Anissa as a TV character. And I know for a fact Anissa's probably going to go far because it's Anissa and she does pretty well in these things. But, like, ugh. I don't Dude, know. there was, and this is going to this is like a season late, but one thing I want to get off my chest is about Ninja. She did this goddamn annoying thing. This is the smallest thing. But every single confessional, she would hold her hands together like she's like some goddamn samurai. Bitch, you get it? Your name is Ninja. You don't need to act like a dumbass every single time you come on these confessionals. You failed the warped wall, okay? You're not a ninja. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, you didn't win the show. You know what I mean? Like, you fail. Like, Y'all are yelling at her for the wrong things. What you should be yelling at her for is for yelling at King Tor- Turbo. Like, no. Like, no. God, I literally that. brought the man to tears. That's a, that's a king, and she no. Turbo, I love you. We need Turbo back. I want. I want to. Could you imagine if a soft was like Turbo? If the Turbo was the soft was like my voice for Turbo, just like how nuts Turbo would get from that. You are a chicken shit. Like, you're you're a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's gonna wrap up reality daily. Uh, we're going to be here every week uh, for one of the days talking about um, the challenge. Uh, also, this week we got coming up, we're going to re- recap Big Brother Canada, which just ended, unfortunately, due to COVID-19. We're going to talk about uh, Survivor Australia All-Stars, which just wrapped up as well. And we're also going to preview the awful-looking Bachelor. Listen to your heart. That looks terrible, and I can't wait to hate-watch it. So thank you for joining us, News and Andrew. It was great to have you guys on, and we'll see you guys soon. Bye.